It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Hello, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. <clears throat> this is the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, everybody. By the way, you can get us so you can see us, listen to us, Monday through Friday on Fox Business Network, FBN. The name of the show is Kudlow. It plays from 4 to 5 p.m. every day, Monday through Friday. If you can't get us at four, you can text your favorite nine-year-old and she will show you how to DVR the show. And even if you miss that, you can catch us on a replay at uh, 7 to 8 p.m. on Fox Business. So you got that. Here, you can live stream us on the internet. LarryCudlowShow.com. LarryCudlowShow.com. Plays throughout the country, around the world throughout the solar system and the Milky Way. So there's really no excuse for not hearing the show. We've got a bunch of headlines to deal with. Uh, first up is going to be a warning on the economy from yesterday's jobs report. It's not near as good as you'd think. We're also going to talk about the House elections. Former Speaker Newt Gingrich at the half hour. A war in Israel has broken out. Hamas attacking Israel. I wonder... How much of the $6 billion the Bidens gave to Iran is going into this war? And uh, the Trump trials continue in New York and elsewhere. All about real estate, market valuations, utter nonsense. Put Trump away. <laughs> Put him away for 750 years. That's Joe Biden's rallying cry. So we'll talk about all this as the show proceeds. I want to begin with um, I want to begin with the economy. Yesterday was a big jobs number. Uh, the top line non-farm payrolls three hundred and thirty-six thousand jobs in September, which is a hefty number. But is it real? Is it real? Well, the answer is be careful, because if you look under the hood, you're going to find much less positive news, okay? Much less positive news. If you look under the hood, you will see that 123,000 people were holding multiple jobs. This is the household survey which is very important. That thing only went up 86,000, by the way. There are two surveys. There's sort of the corporate survey, which is actually a bunch of econometric modeling. And then there's the household survey, where the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the BLS, actually calls families. And I will tell you, at turning points in the economy, the household survey is a better measure. So what you got yesterday, only 86,000 jobs in the household survey, 336 million in the payroll survey. Meanwhile, inside the household survey, full-time employee increases, full-time, actually fell 22,000, fell 22,000. And uh, part-time employees jumped 151,000. So the part-timers provided the bulk of the job gains. That is not good. 
and the full-timers actually fell. And then, as I said, 123,000 more people holding multiple jobs, no doubt because they can't make ends meet. They're living paycheck to paycheck. These are more signs of weakness. So I would be very careful. I would be very careful. Now, here's another point. If you look at the categories of jobs, the biggest gainer was leisure and hospitality. Okay, restaurants and so forth, hotels, plus 96,000. It's by and large uh, low-end paying labor jobs, 96,000. What was the next biggest one? Government. Government. Joe Biden's big government socialism strikes again. That was up 73,000. Healthcare, 41,000, and then social assistance, 25,000. Social assistance is a strange category. It's really government. So if I take the government, 73, and the social assistance at 25, I'm at 98,000, and that's government, and that was the single biggest increase. So it was not a, it was not such a fabulous job gain. And uh, I raised that because, of course, President Biden was out there crowing about uh, the job numbers. Okay, if I were he, I'd crow too. But again, my job is to take a look at all the factoids, not just cherry-picking the ones. And there's a warning. There's a big warning. And, of course, there are other warnings throughout the economy. For example... Blue-collar workers, production workers in manufacturing, they are back underwater in terms of affordability. You know, what's the day's pay going to buy? So over the past 12 months, their wages went up 4.3%. That's a good number, healthy wage hike. But hours worked actually dropped almost the full percentage point because there is a slump in manufacturing. So income over the past year is only 3.7%. That is equal to the last reading of the CPI, 3.7%. So it's flat. It's flat. And basically, under the Bidens for the past two and a half years plus, the whole issue of affordability, prices have gone up faster than wages in all but I think two or three months. And those two or three months were this year, this spring and summer, uh, that looks like that's over now. Inflation is back up to 3.7. The low is 3.0, as I recall. And uh, the job report yesterday shows these are working folks. These are blue collars. These are manufacturing production workers. They're back flat. And that's why... You know, that's why Biden's economic favorability rating is less than 30%. And his disapproval on the economy is about 60%, approaching 60. Affordability, it's a big issue. It's more important than GDP. Are you better off than you were three years ago? Most folks think they are not better off. Remember, groceries up 20%, gasoline up over 50%. Uh, 
Remember Biden's inflationary policies, massive spending and borrowing, manic regulatory policies, war against fossil fuels, reliance on the Saudis and the Russians and the Iranians and the Venezuelans. All those chickens come home to roost. Meanwhile, another affordability problem is home buying. The American dream is falling further and further off the table and out of sight. 30-year mortgages now just short of 8%. They were near 2% three years ago. Housing starts are negative. Existing and new home sales are negative. And prices keep rising. And on the manufacturing front, the supply managers... ISMs have fallen for months and months. Factory orders slumping. There is consumption still going on, but with the slump in uh, real wages, real wages falling again, savings are way down. Savings are way, way down. You have to ask yourself, how long is this fragile economy gonna last? My answer is not long. I think the recession forecast for next year with an upside down yield curve in the bond market with the index of leading indicators down 17 straight months with the M2 money supply collapsing and with real wages falling and a housing market in recession I still think the odds of a recession in the next 12 to 15 months are about 65%. Now, I want to make one last point on the economic story. There is some modest growth going on, okay? No question about that. The first half of this year was about 2%. The third quarter, which we'll get Third quarter, which ended a few days ago, September 30th, we we won't get that until um, about the third week of October this month. But it's going to be a good number. Could be 3 or 4%. Most of that, I'm going to argue, is being driven by business profits. Profits are the mother's milk of stocks and the lifeblood of the economy. Profits. Joe Biden hates profits. He always talks about taxing profits or excess profits. Well, profits have held up very well. In fact, we got some new revisions on profits. And they were stronger than we thought. Ironically, even though Joe Biden hates profits, profits are the backbone of the economy. And guess what? Guess who slashed the tax on corporate profits. Donald Trump, right? From 35% to 21%. Got that done in 2017. It's a permanent reduction. Makes America even more competitive. Makes businesses more competitive. You can't hire new workers or give them the best technology equipment or improve machinery 
or job training unless you got enough money after tax to do it. That's profits. Democrats love jobs. They hate jobs creators. That's always a problem for the Democratic Party. So the irony is, it was Trump's corporate tax cut that's given the economy what little growth it has. Even though Mr. Biden continues to rail against business. Biden hates business. He's the anti-capitalist. He's the proponent of big government socialism. If he had his way, he would raise taxes on all businesses and successful entrepreneurs. So think about that. Irony of ironies. Meanwhile, I remain concerned about the economy. The job number out yesterday was not near as good as the top line suggests. When you look under the hood, whoops, full-time workers falling, part-time workers rising, people with multiple jobs rising. That is not the sign of a especially healthy economy. We'll take a break here. Just wanted to get that stuff out. We'll be revisiting this with John Carney at Breitbart later on in the show. TheDailyMail.com You have made a grave mistake, Israel vows bloody revenge on Hamas. As Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says, we are at war after gunmen used paragliders to launch attacks and thousands of rockets rained over the border from the Gaza Strip to kill at least 40. This is a bad story. We'll get to this um, over the course of the show. We have Fox News, Brett Baer probably have some thoughts about this. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. I will just say one point. You just had this prisoner exchange between the the Biden administration and Iran. Why is Iran important? Well, Iran finances Hamas. Hamas is basically a Palestinian terrorist group been fighting Israel for, I don't know, 50, 60 years, gosh knows how much, constant wars and incursions and whatnot. Anyway, the prisoner exchange, $6 billion went to Iran. $6 billion for what? Since when do we, first of all, have prisoner exchanges and give them money? It's insane. It violates decades of American foreign policy. 
course, they said the Bidens and the Iranians both said it will only go to humanitarian assistance. Oh, nonsense. Money is fungible. You can use it for anything. It came out of South Korean frozen accounts in South Korea. Money was returned, $6 billion. It's, you know, it's reminiscent of what Obama did many years ago when he signed this crazy Iranian peace deal. Peace deal, my keister. All it did was allow Iran more time to develop nuclear weapons. Everybody knows that. And there's also a sidebar story here about Iranian spies and double agents working in the Defense Department, working in the State Department. Crazy stuff. But I don't think this uh, Hamas invasion of Israel coming only weeks after the $6 billion transfer of money to Iran, I don't think it's a coincidence. And of course... Israel is a very powerful military, and I, you know, Benjamin Netanyahu, who's such a strong leader, will crush them. As he says, he will crush them. We've seen this movie before. Personally, I know Netanyahu. Actually, Netanyahu's been on this radio broadcast, has been on the TV show many times down through the years. Anyway, we'll keep an eye on this uh, Israeli Hamas war. And then at the half hour, just a few moments, my good friend Newt Gingrich, former Speaker of the House, is going to talk about the House election and all that goes with it. But, you know, Newt wrote a great column. It's becoming clear that Joe Biden wants to put President Trump in jail. And I think that's a big story. You know, they'd like to tie him up in trials, but I think they'd actually like to jail him. Trump is so far ahead in the polls. He's 40, 50 points ahead in the Republican nominating polls. He's now 5 to 10 points or more ahead of Joe Biden head-to-head polls. Democratic parties are scared to death. Joe Biden is such a bad president that he's going to lose to Trump. So Newt's got some thoughts about becoming clear that Biden intends to put Trump in jail. And Newt will speak about the House elections, who might take this. Steve Scalise, Jim Jordan, they're all friends of ours, by the way, good conservatives. I'm Kudlow. We will be back. So much more to talk about today.